This is 1 in 44, a presentation of Anderson Center for Autism. 1 in 44 is a weekly show devoted to autism spectrum disorder. Good morning and welcome to 1 in 44, the weekly talk show on topics related to autism spectrum disorder. I'm your host, Eliza Bozenski, Chief Development Officer at Anderson Center for Autism. And uh, today I am speaking with uh, Rob Brown from Oldies 98.9 and Sunrise Media. Is that correct, Rob? That is correct, Eliza, right? as, as well as our, our two other radio stations, Energy 103 and Country 94.5. Awesome. Um, so, Rob, you and I have known each other now going back quite a number of years. Um, I've been working the foundation here at Anderson for probably about 11 years now. And one of the things that I got to do in the very beginning was work with um, kind of enhancing and building up our media presence. And I developed a fondness for radio, you could say. Um, I remember our very first meeting. When so we were- do I. And it didn't start <laughs> off. Well. I was at a Starbucks. <laughs> I, we were supposed you were you were partnering um, to a certain degree with an ad agency at the time. Yes. And one of my who's become a good friend. Um, may I say her name? Sure. Uh, Brienne Ratke. Yeah, I love Brienne. And uh, everybody loves Brienne. Um, <laughs> and she met Bob D. Felice, who was our market manager at the time. Uh, and we met her in Anderson Center for Autism. We were supposed to meet you. And Brienne wasn't feeling that well that day. And I, I, there was some confusion with, with the scheduled meeting. So we ended up meeting you at the Starbucks across yes. the street from Marist College. Yes, I remember. And it was like, it wasn't a good beginning. You, you know, if you're thinking about a meeting, it, it, you know, it's like, oh, my God, this this relationship isn't starting off good. <laughs> no, but I I do remember there was confusion. But I also remember my one of my first memories of that meeting was that I just couldn't believe how kind and professional and like polished you and Bob uh, were. And um, and because at the time I'd been meeting with a lot of radio reps and, and many of whom we did go on to do business with, but I walked out of that meeting knowing absolutely a hundred percent that we were going to do something together. Um, I think what none of us knew was how well it was going to go and how long the relationship would last, but I I'm thrilled to have you on the show today. Um, what we're highlighting specifically today is the incredibly generous media sponsorship that um, oldies 989, uh, one of your stations has provided this year at our 20, 2022 golf classic, um, but also has been providing for many years. Uh, you've sponsored that event. And um, so we're going to get into some of the, the nitty gritty on that sponsorship, but I just wanted to start by thanking you and your whole team for coming through every year. It's it's an incredible partnership and, and we really enjoy it. Eliza, thank you so much for the kind words. Uh, we, we felt exactly the same way the first, uh, after our first meeting when we were leaving. And um, I think you know uh, how committed we are to the work you guys do at Anderson Center for Autism. And, uh, you know, the the campus and and the people that you have working there and, and the kids, it just blows me away and it makes me feel good about myself anytime I have the opportunity to visit. Oh, well, that's awesome. I I, I appreciate you saying that. And I think that actually is, uh, is something that I feel working here. Um, it, it really goes uh, hand in hand with our mission, which is to optimize the quality of life for people with autism, which you help us do. But 
Um, when I talk about that mission, I often bring it full circle because I think that when you're engaged in that kind of work where you're actually trying to positively impact an individual person and a group of people's quality of life, which is different for every person, um, you can't help but feel good <laughs> because it, and then that's positively impacting your quality of life. So we know it's working when the people who are um, working with us to achieve that mission for the people we serve and their families are also feeling really good about um, about that that work. So um, so we love that and um, and that's what big reason why the partnership continues because you guys you know come back every year with new ideas and um, and great opportunities for Anderson to get the word out about what we're doing um, and then we get to do so much of it with you. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> Oh, absolutely. Um, what, one of the things, if, if, you know, if I could segue just for a moment, then yeah. we'll come back to the golf outing. Um, that's super, you know, fun at the, at the annual Anderson Center golf outings is to meet some of the families mm -hmm. of students, as well as um, some of the people that work kind of behind the scenes for you guys at Anderson Center, you know, when they're doing their demonstrations and, yeah. and things like that at the different holes throughout the course. Yeah. Um, it's just, you know, it, it's fascinating. It's educational. The family members are just off the hook. <laughs> That's great to hear that. Um, we have a lot I, I remember of some of them. I remember some of them from year to year. There's a couple from Long Island that's yes. always that's always at the ninth hole. <laughs> Okay, maybe it's because they're doing a wine tasting that they. It might be. I think you might be referring to our friend Barbara, um, who uh, who often has done a wine tasting. I think in conjunction with Millbrook Wines, and mm -hmm. um, you know, with the Anderson labels on them. But I will I will echo your sentiments. The Anderson families are uh, a group of wonderful, amazing, dedicated parents and siblings. We have a tremendously engaged, involved group of siblings now that's growing as they grow up. They're having more and more of an impact and getting more engaged, which is great to see. Um, they're also a force to be reckoned with. Let me just tell you, um, we have a growing, impactful advocacy committee uh, made up of Anderson families. And that awesome. goes to Albany. That group has, uh, over the years, even gone down to Washington, D.C. at times to advocate for another group of people mm -hmm. that I know you uh, have tremendous respect for, which are our direct support professionals, the people who are working every day with the people in our care. Um, and and to, to so much of a degree, you know, when you're providing sponsorships for Anderson events, those are the people that you're really supporting, um, as well as the people that we're, we're serving. It's the people who are coming to work every day, putting themselves at risk, doing a tremendously challenging job, oh. uh, struggling to be paid, you know, a, a, a living wage because of the, the way that the, um, the funding is structured, not because, you know, Anderson doesn't want to, um, but, but our, I always want our DSPs and, and all of our team members at Anderson to just have the chance to hear from um, the, the people like yourself and the, and the business owners who come out and sponsor us because they're benefiting from your generosity. So is there anything that you, any message you would want to share um, specifically with the Anderson team members and, and those direct support professionals? You know, Eliza, one of the things you mentioned, the siblings, and one of the things that always impresses me um, when I see uh, the Anderson Center Facebook posts and numerous times there have been siblings that have done like awesome fundraising events mm -hmm. uh, totally on their own, independently. Yeah. You know, I mean, young kids like 10, 11, 12, 13 years old. It just, uh, it, you know, it, it makes you feel good, you know, about society and people. And as far as your staff, it's just when I think of the skill, the patience, 
the dedication that it takes um, to do what they do. Um, you know, it's physically demanding in many cases. I, I've been privileged enough on, on a, at least a couple of occasions to have toured the uh, toured your school. Mm-hmm. You know, and I've seen the classrooms. And I've been in the hallways and I've been in the auditorium and and the different. Um, do you call them cottages? They're residences. Yeah, Re- residences and, and the pool. I, I mean, first first of all, your your facilities are just you know right on the Hudson River in Statsburg. Like I yeah. I could move there in, in a minute. You know <laughs> well, we'll set up a room for you, Rob. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, it's just, um, I'm just real quick. How did you come to get that property again? I remember it was an interesting Oh, gosh. We've been, Anderson School, which is our former name, um, was uh, on this property probably sometime in the 20s. I don't have the exact date. I know Anderson School was founded by Dr. Victor V. Anderson in 1924. So we're coming up very close to our 100th year anniversary. Um, However, uh, it was originally um, located possibly in New Jersey, somewhere not too far away, but it wasn't on this main campus. So it was some years mm-hmm. after that, that we, um, Dr. Anderson and his family bought this property, which is over a hundred acres. And you're right. It's between the Hudson river and route nine up in Statsburg, beautiful location. I was actually just on a walk enjoying today's, uh, not so incredibly hot day. Um, and it's stunning. I mean, on a day like today, when the sun is shining, oh. the tree, there's so many trees here. It's a really beautiful, natural setting. Um, it's all fenced for safety reasons, but you really don't feel that at all when you're here. Um, mm-hmm. be- beautiful views of the Hudson. And, um, and that is where 124 students between the age of about seven and uh, 21 live with us um, in our residences and go to school here and, and uh, play in the pool and, uh, and learn a tremendous amount of uh, so many different things and become more independent as they grow up. Um, And then 14 day students from the area come here for school during the day. Um, So that's, that's, you know, a snippet of the history of um, Anderson. And then we, we have 25 group homes for adults throughout Orange, Ulster and Dutchess County. So, um, so we're around. (laughs) No, I I see your groups of students on field trips out in the back. You you know, I bump into them. Um, Just, you know, what's ironic? I I don't know if I ever mentioned this to you, but believe it or not, our first radio station, WGNYAM, uh, came on the air. I believe it was 1935. Wow. Wow. It was one of the first radio stations in, in the Hudson Valley. That's so cool. I mean, when you think that, you know, when, when um, and it's, you know, very um, geographically appropriate where Anderson Center is located, when you think that, you know, President Franklin Delano Roosevelt was doing his fireside chats on one of our radio stations, you know, back during the Great Depression and World War II. Yeah, that's that's pretty cool. That's very cool and interesting. And, and we're going to take a quick break after this little point. But since you mentioned Roosevelt, I will counter your Roosevelt with my Roosevelt and say that Eleanor Roosevelt was a commencement speaker at Anderson um, one year for graduation. And we oh have in our archives. We have the program from that graduation ceremony where she was our commencement speaker. Oh, I would love to see that. First of all, I'm a huge fan. I think she yeah. was awesome. Yeah. You know, ahead, ahead of her time. 
Oh yeah. And, uh, um, people with special needs was, was one of her, you know, an issue that she definitely advocated on behalf of people with special needs. And, and at the time totally we were serving the population that we serve now, but we've always served, um, children struggling in, with some type of challenge, whether it's a learning disability or a psychiatric, um, uh, diagnosis or, or something. And now obviously autism, but, um, yeah, there's no end to some of the historical little nuggets you can find, especially in this area of the Hudson oh, Valley. Totally. We're we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, I want to get into a little bit more of your background and and the stations and what they have to offer the community and um, and just your thoughts on Anderson's golf outing, which uh, you've sponsored so generously for so many years. This is one in 44, the weekly talk show on topics related to autism spectrum disorder. I'm your host, Eliza Bozenski. We'll be right back. Hey, Joe, I thought you were retired. (laughs) Living on a fixed income is tough. So here I am, an essential worker. I know. I mean, food prices are going up every day. Thank goodness for BenefitsCheckup.org. Benefits what? BenefitsCheckup.org. It's a free website where people over 60 can find help to pay for food, medicine, even utilities. I got $1,200 a year in benefits. Maybe it can help you. And now, 1 in 44 continues on 100.7 WHUD. This is a weekly community affairs program presented by the Anderson Center for Autism. Welcome back to 1 in 44, the weekly talk show on topics related to autism spectrum disorder. I'm your host, Eliza Bozenski, and I'm talking with Rob Brown from uh, Sunrise Media and uh, thanking you, Rob, and everyone at the Sunrise team uh, and Oldies 98.9 for sponsoring Anderson's 2022 Golf Classic, which um, you've sponsored for many years. We just told a little story about uh, how we met and how long we've been working together. Um, I don't even know if you know the news yet, but this year's golf outing was a record breaker. Um, the, the event brought in over $100,000 to the foundation for Anderson. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's completely that's, awesome. That's, that's a nice round number. <laughs> it is a nice round number. <laughs> I love round numbers. Yeah. Uh, lots of zeros. Especially with a lot of round zeros. After yes, that. exactly. Um, it, it, the revenue from that event really has grown over the years. Uh, my team does a great job executing the, the logistics of the event. The links at Unionvale. Now you play and kudos to you for playing because uh, not, I not well, could not, not be well. around. Tell us about the links because we've been work- we've been doing the event there for several years. Everybody seems to love it. Um, I love the people there. I think they're great. What do you think as somebody who's who's played several times? Well, well, the the links at Unionvale, the the course and the facilities themselves are probably it's probably the premier golf facility in the Hudson Valley. Mm. I, I've played a lot of them, and, and I, I go to a number of, of outings. You know, over the years, I've been through a number of outings, and. The facilities at the Links at Unionvale, the course, the condition the course is kept in, um, the facilities themselves, as far as the restaurants and the bars and, you know, right right down to the restrooms. I, I, I mean, it's just everything is spotless. Everything is immaculate. The staff there is great. And, and as far as an outing goes, I, I know I've told you this from the, the first one. I, I think we partnered on maybe at this point, you know, you lose track with the COVID era, but yeah. probably like five, six years ago. Probably, yeah. Um, if I'm not mistaken, it was your first one at the Links at Union Valley. It probably was. That sounds about right. Yeah. And um, I, I love the course. It's a tough course. It's a Lynx styled course. I, I, I don't know if you know the history behind the course. I do not. It, it was um, it, it was a farm, you know, for hundreds of years. It, it, it was a farm out out in uh, Unionvale, and some of the um, first generation 
Irish people that lived in New York City, they were very unhappy that they couldn't find a true Irish style links course anywhere in New York City or the surrounding areas. So they came up to um, Unionvale, uh, they came up to Taconic, you know, the Bronx River Park with the Taconic, I believe they're the oldest parkways in the United States. Yeah, yeah. So they, they came, talk about the history. Right? I know. <laughs> they, they came up to Taconic and um, they found this piece of land and they, they turned it into their, their, their private heaven, you, you know, a, a little slice of Ireland with a true Lynx style golf course. And um, it's since become semi-private where you can have a membership, but it is open to the public. Mm-hmm. And believe it or not, I, I, for anybody that plays golf, a link style course is like the toughest course you can play because there's so much rough and, you know, very narrow fairways and, and you tend to lose, you know, a ton of balls okay. you know, throughout the day. And the course was even tougher when it first opened. And over the years, they've made it a little bit easier, but still extremely difficult. But I mean, everything there is awesome. The food, the beverages. Yeah. You, just, you couldn't find the views. It's spectacular. No, I know. I, I mean, I, I, people have asked me for years if I'm going to learn to play. And at this point in my life, probably not is the, is the fair answer, the honest <laughs> answer. But um, but I do love my role of the golf outing because I, I get there early and I get to my team and I, you know, greet the people coming in and registering and getting their day started. And, and then really throughout the day, it's mostly about interacting with players when, you know, when they're coming in and, you know, um, you know, throughout the day as they're, as they're kind of rolling around on their carts and trying not to interrupt people mid swing. Cause I've been known to do that. So I try very hard not to do that. But the other thing is just sometimes taking a moment and just recognizing this beautiful place that we live and what's available to us. Um, we happen to have a gorgeous day. It started off rainy this year, but um, it, it was pouring when I left my house. And by the time we got there, it was clearing. And then it ended up just wasn't being- that amazing. Wasn't it was that windy, amazing. but it was an amazing day. It was beautiful. And if, 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 I, I kind of forgot about that, Eliza, but like as late as like 5 p.m. the day before, the forecast was not good. <laughs> no, no, it was not. It, it truly was a miracle. It yeah. really was. It turned into a spectacular day. It wasn't too hot. It was like in the mid seventies, no humidity. Yeah. You, you couldn't have had a better day to play golf. Well, I think that's a combination of Anderson and, you know, and uh, oldies 98, nine, we brought the mojo and we made it happen. Definitely. It was, um, it was really, really spectacular. We, we seem to do that a lot when we yep. partner on events. You know, we've done, as you know, we've done wine cruises in the past. Yep. Um, we've done dinner dancers, dances. Yes. Yeah. 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 And um, it, it always seems to work out weather wise and, and, and things like that. Yeah. Well, I think that's that's definitely cause to, to remind our listeners that whenever you see an event that's involving um, uh, Oldies 98.9 and um, Sunrise Media and Anderson Center for autism obviously it's an it's a must go event uh, because we know how to put them on together for sure absolutely oh, um, what, you, what well, you guys do what you guys do at the golf out and your staff you cannot turn around and five feet away is not what you need <laughs> you know whether, whether it's a hot dog whether it's a beer whether it's a towel you, you know it's just amazing like, we've got you covered well i think the other i think you know i hear a lot of feedback from people who play and who uh who come to the, that event um and and what we hear consistently, similar to what you said, is that it's there's a 
there's, you know, we, when you're at an Anderson event, because there's usually something that's a little unique in terms of involving some of the people we serve, families are there, um, trustees are there, staff are there, you know, there's, there's a personalization where it's not just another outing. You really know that you're at an Anderson event. And, and I think that you, you guys have always really um, recognized that and tried to create sponsorships that are creative and fun um, and also are a little bit outside the norm. So we, we appreciate you guys so much um, for Thank that reason. And, and I also want to ask you just um, because we have a couple more minutes and I think it'd be great to know a little bit more about you, Rob. How long have you been, um, you know, where you are now, but how long have you also been in the industry, the, the, the radio world? I'll put it this way, Eliza, I'm at the point where I cap it at 30 years. Oh, you, well, you just don't when, go further. <laughs> no, when, when you're younger, you kind of exaggerate and inflate your experience. Yeah, yeah. As, as you get older, it's kind of like, as you said, a round number, like 25 years in the business is a nice round number. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you, as, um, as, experience- as I tell my kids, as I tell my kids or friends, you know, I have two little grandchildren. As a matter of fact, today is my, can I give a shout out? Yes. It's my granddaughter, Blake Farris. It's her sixth birthday. Happy birthday, Blake. That is so exciting. And I have to mention my my grandson, Smith Farris, who will turn four on August 31st. Well, happy almost birthday to Smith. And also very cool names. Thank you. Thank you. Um, But as I like to tell people, what made me think of that was um, I'm a very young grandfather. We yeah. started very early. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how you do it, honestly. Um, well, you congratulations what, to you. I think, and I, thank you. And I yeah. think you, you, you know, when you're spending the day today, this Splashdown Beach, and oh. I think you guys have brought students there. We bring a lot of students there. Um, obviously, COVID shut so much stuff down, but that was always a favorite place. And actually, I have a really, I have a, a very fond story about Splashdown. Um, not only does does Anderson take a lot of uh, students and our adult program goes there as well, because it's, it's a great water park. Um, I've yeah. brought my own family there for many years. The kids love it. Um, but there's a particular family um, who have been at Anderson for many years. Their son started here when he was about 10 and he is now a member of our adult program. So the family is really connected to Anderson for the long haul now. And, and this young guy, um, he's, he, he, he had a lot of challenges. Um, he had a lot of behaviors that were really concerning and very difficult, both for his family and for him, obviously, and for the staff here at Anderson. Um, one of the things that he did a lot of was for, for a period of time was hit his head, which is called self-injurious behavior. And it can be so scary because of the potential damage that can be done. And it's also just scary to watch and, and I'm sure frightening and, and disturbing as a parent. Um, <laughs> His parents never once um, accepted any comment that would be made anywhere about the fact that their son couldn't go out in the community, couldn't enjoy his life, couldn't have a quality of life. Um, I spent time with them at various appointments over the years when I had different roles here at Anderson. We're, we're not Anderson people, but other professionals in the field would sort of assess him and give them just dire, dire news about his future. Um, one of the places that his parents took him repeatedly was Splashdown Park. Um, and they flew in the face of these people who were saying that he just could never um, really be out in the community safely. And I have picture upon picture upon picture that his father would send me, uh, several of us, um, of him, uh, both of them in the water together, 
um, this young man loves the water, always loved the water. And it was just such a great testament to both our community because Splashdown was always very welcoming of their whole family. Um, I don't think he was ever asked to leave. Um, the family, the, these parents were so engaged in his life and just, I think probably still do take him there. Um, yeah. Even and now that he's, was, I have a question it just reminds me of such a, it was just such a positive experience. Go ahead. No, I, I, the question I have based on what you just said, yeah. it's very interesting because it sounds like the student kind of found his happy place at Splashdown Beach. Yeah. And do you find that with the students that all of a sudden there's a place or, or an activity that clicks with them? A lot, just like any, uh, any of us. I, there's yeah. so many more uh, similarities between uh, human beings um, than there are differences. I think that's an important thing, an important reminder. Yeah. Um, whether it's swimming, art, music, um, yeah. athletics, uh, reading, um, acting, singing, dancing. I mean, everybody, sure. everybody, including all the people we serve, certainly have something that yeah. is going to be soothing to them and making them feel good. And that's one of the main things that we do. I think that's a great way to end today because that is a great way that yeah. we um, and our supporters and our sponsors, such as yourselves, can all do things that optimize the quality of life for people with autism is to remember people first. And um, so keep interacting and keep uh, being welcoming and kind and, um, and understanding um, as that person finds their happy place. And I think that, that, that you know, the world would be a better place if we all did that, Rob. No, you just said a phrase that I'm going to actually use in my next sales meeting, people first, because I think no matter what your business, no matter what your organization, no matter where you work, if, if you kind of live that motto, people first, I think it, it's going to lead to success. So that's well, a great, great point. And a great, and we have to end, but that's a great way to end today's discussion. Um, you guys have always approached us that way. Um, we look forward to a continued long partnership with you, uh, Rob, and Oldies 98.9 and everyone at the Sunrise Media family. It's just been a fantastic run. And we look forward, of course, to next year's golf outing, um, yep. <laughs> but to lots of other fun things in between now and then. So thank you so much for your sponsorship. And um, thank you for helping us do what we do, which is to optimize the quality of life for people with autism. This is one in 44, the weekly talk show on topics related to autism spectrum disorder. I'm your host, Eliza Bozenski. And remember, Anderson cares. You've been listening to one in 44, a weekly presentation of the Anderson Center for Autism. Join us for another edition of the show at this time next weekend.